with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Gumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumbie with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, you're in the house? I'm in the house. In the house, having a... Uh... Great day looking outside here in uh, Portland, Oregon, and I see a lot of blue sky, a lot of shine, and a lot of shadows, so that's awesome for this time of the year, and I'm glad I'm here to see it. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking, and I'm going to spend some time today on my YOLO board, the one I won, which was amazing, nice. and uh, obviously YOLO board, for those that don't know, it's a brand name for a stand-up paddle board. And uh, I had the great pleasure, you know, just before my birthday, it was actually on our, our anniversary, my wife and I, um, that we won the board. We got the call and said, hey, you guys won. So really cool gift on our anniversary. Um, and this year it was five years. And I think traditionally that's wood. Um, so what we got was a wooden paddle board, which was pretty amazing. And uh, I've been out on that. So lately I've been doing some live Facebook from there. And it's been a lot of fun, Alan. So just a little twist on things and show people the great area I live in uh, here on the, uh, the, the panhandle in, in Florida. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I know. You, uh, you know, we're people that know us know that we uh, do a lot of video together. And, uh, and, well, you do a lot of video of you and I do some video of me. And in the background of you is always water and sand. And it is beautiful. <laughs> it is gorgeous. So uh, it, it's nice to be able to... Uh, to have that so um great job yeah you on the yolo board uh all i see pictures of is you standing up is there any pictures of you falling down <laughs> well there's i'm sure a few of those uh that are candid out there from the beach because you know listen i said i go yolo boarding i didn't say i was good at it uh <laughs> <laughs> so hey listen we've got a great show ahead in fact it's 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 one thing secretly um and not so much secretly for people that know but I'm a big fan of the other side, you know, and when I say the other side, I mean spiritually. You know, I know that we direct our lives from within, and, you know, I've been on that journey for quite some time myself. But, you know, when I bump into people that are really walking that talk and attracting um, the people and his, you know, his tribe in this perspective, and, and certainly I gravitated to it. And shout out for Jennifer Longmore uh, for introducing her, and she's a wonderful, introducing him, and, and she's a wonderful lady and an amazing, amazing person. Um, so big shout out for Jennifer today. Uh, but Alan, let's just get right into it because I know the guests are going to be, uh, you know, loving what uh, our, um, our audience, I should say, is going to love what our guest has to say. I've got to get my words here. Well, you know, our guests love what we have to say. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, right. you know, 
let's right. just call it like it is, right? Yes, for sure. But this guy's a wonderful guy. I've been following him for quite some time. We've been friends uh, on Facebook of, of all places. Um, but that's how the world is today. So let's get uh, let's get rolling, my friend. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of unique things about, uh, you know, we try to bring guests on that, uh, well, we're not trying, we bring guests on that have uh, some real, uh, real meat to their business. And especially those that have walked, uh, you know, more than a mile and have the scars and the bumps and the bruises. And it's great to, to learn. It's great to uh, understand what others do and to be able to teach that. But it's even greater yet to apply those things in your life and then step back and say, okay, here's what I learned and here's what I didn't learn. Here's what I was able to create. And here's what I didn't create. And uh, I think those are some of the best lessons learned and the best things that, that can be offered and taught to other people. And today's guest is, is right up that line. And an intuitive business coach and I know we're going to get him to to talk about that and we had a little chance to chat here before the show about what intuitive means and uh you know how it applies but he's got a book the alchemy of true success activate your mind revitalize your body and reignite your spirit and I like that because it talks about what it really means to live that life and run that journey and the journey if you know for most people is uh well let's just say they're afraid to talk about what the biggest piece is and the biggest piece i think in a lot of lives especially in the business world is money and what does it really mean and uh you know money ranks right up there with oxygen if you don't have it but uh it also makes you more who you are if you're a great person it allows you to extend your ability well beyond your circle of influence and if you're an ass it makes you a bigger ass so we, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go with money, and uh, our, our guest today has uh, has had a lot of it, has earned a lot of it, and done so at a young age, uh, but earned it uh, relatively, I don't want to say easy, but he, he learned it early and applied some fantastic, uh, you know, personal growth strategy and uh, some open and clear, um, you know, guiding forces that uh, really got him to look at life in what I would say that is the correct way, a balanced way, and to be able to apply that and uh, be able to earn, uh, you know, and create an eight-figure income, you know, at a very early age and uh, to do it on his own and do it through a life experience. And uh, I love that. I, I, I love that uh, get out there and grind it out and really learn about what it means to to you know revitalize your life and to really bring your spirit uh into business and and to let it shine and so i i want i want our guest today to be able to use his own words and, and explain what some of these things are so without further ado jaden sterling's in the house jaden welcome to the show hey alan hey chris thanks so much pleasure to be here with you guys <laughs> You awake? <laughs> you got to wake up for this one. I had, I, 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 I had, oh, I just love bugging Alan. Alan, thanks for the introduction. Uh, but we, we throw some darts back and forth and uh, certainly wake up, everybody. I'm awake. I'm just joking. And Jaden, that was nowhere uh, directed at you. That's just a dart at my awesome co-host uh, for doing it. such a great job of introducing you. I've, I've um, learned to not take things personally in life. That's, that's been a big, a big help for me in life. Right, right. Okay, well, you're going to put that to work here today, let me tell you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, Jaden, you have an interesting story, as, as, as most of our guests do. And, you know, I know that everybody has a unique 
uh, story in life because no one gets to live the same life and no one ever will and never, you know, no one ever did. So I like to always open up the show with, you know, your words. Obviously, Alan, uh, you know, uh, said a lot of great stuff about, you know, the things that you're, you're doing and, you know, where you came from. But I want to hear from your words so that our audience really can start connecting uh, on a level that might be, you know, very similar to what's going on in their lives um, and something that they can pull from uh, to show some opportunity, you know, something in the future that they, you know, some epiphany that something could happen today because it usually does. And this is a great time, folks, uh, as I always say, get your journals out because this is the golden nuggets. This is why we do this show so that people can get inspired, motivated, and uh, can start thinking uh, about what, you know, life can bring them. And Jaden, let's bring them, let's bring them down that journey. Tell us, uh, you know, where, you know, your life, what happened? Where'd you go? Where, where did we get to this point where you wrote uh, this amazing book? I can't wait. And I apologize. I haven't read it yet. So uh, I'm going to have to get on that. And uh, tell us all that journey and what yeah, you're doing. D definitely be happy to. So early on, I realized something significant in life and and that is you know what we don't take deliberate control of happens by default and that's a fancy way of basically saying look unless you're taking control of your life you're gonna live life like pretty much everyone else things will happen to you you're gonna feel maybe potentially at times like a victim like you have bad luck you know, things will unfold in a way that can frustrate you and annoy you. And, and it's not early on. I was like, you know, I don't really want that in my life. I realized that when I started taking exercising a little more control over my thoughts, and that's where I started. I was introduced to the book, Think and Grow Rich at an early age, read the book, said, okay, cool. If I can wrap my thoughts in a, in a you know, get everything on the same page in a direction of that I want to live the most abundant life possible. Like that was my thinking. And even in my teenage years, because I was starting to go, go down the wrong path. I was living, you know, parents divorced, had a really difficult time, saw my mom struggle, couldn't keep the lights on many times, didn't have food in the refrigerator. And my twin brother and I just, we were just struggling. And I, got involved in a really rough crowd and started smoking pot and got kicked out of school. And, and I looked at my life one day and, and my mom handed me a book and the book was the 10 seeds of greatness by Dennis Waitley. Mm, and book. great. Yeah. Book. It, it just transformed my life. There was something in that book that woke me up and I was like, all right, I have to figure this out. And I started becoming a better student. I started showing up more uh, in life. You know, I stopped hiding and feeling sorry for myself and feeling like a victim. Oh, poor me. But, you know, now it's like, get over it. 50% of marriages end in divorce. Kids deal with, you know, that you just figure it out in life, right? And so that started my journey of looking at my life and wanting more because I was totally going down a path that was not going to give me good results, maybe potentially ending up in jail. I don't know, but it just wasn't what I wanted. And when I started thinking, you know, more about life and what was possible, I got this sort of a download from the universe at 14, a couple years after that. 
And it was at a time when I needed guidance. I was like, you know, desperate for it. Like, I don't, have you guys ever been in a time in your life where like, oh man, if I could just figure this next piece out, life would be great, right? Like, For sure. You know, yeah, pretty much like every other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was at that state and I realized that I, it was the quality of the questions I was asking. So I started up-leveling the questions I would ask. And so I started asking, what's my purpose? Like, what am I here to do? And then shortly after that, I had this surreal moment. It's like the sky, the clouds parted, you know, the the heavens were singing. And I found myself in front of one of those old, big old boom boxes at the cassette players, you know, you see back and I know I'm, I'm totally giving my age away, but, but, you know, I found myself in, in front of this and it, no one was in the house and the a cassette was playing. And I was like, this is odd. You know, I'm looking around and, but it was Wayne Dyer speaking from stage. And I had an epiphany in that moment. I knew three things. I knew number one, I said to myself, I can do that. And then the next thought was, I am going to be doing that. And then the thought right after that was, and it's going to be around money. I'm going to talk about money and success. And then the third thought was, and it's going to be from my own personal experience, not from a book I read or a course that I took. I mean, that, and it happened so fast within like, I don't know, 20 seconds, maybe it just dropped in. It just went like cha-ching, cha-ching all the way through me. Hmm. And from there I went, okay, now I know what I'm going to do in this life. I know my purpose. And that transform it's transformed my life i've stuck with that knowing like i uh, i went to college to get that knowledge and information but couldn't afford to continue so had to drop out and then i went started working on wall street i thought well you know i need to go where money lives and money lives on wall street so worked for merrill lynch and then ultimately with uh, the largest financial services bank in the world citigroup and a very short period of time learned what the wealthy know about money got to mingle with them got to socialize with them and it transformed my view on money it got me thinking much more about how to attract it and more importantly how to get it to work for me and you know that's a shift when you start to open your mindset around how to get money to work for you rather than you working so hard for it your life changes you know it it's like it transforms into something that's a whole lot more fun and a whole lot more joyful and so then i started up leveling my questions to myself like all right well how do i get money to work for me now rather than working for it and I realized at that point, at 31, I had earned enough money that I could actually leave corporate America, literally like just retire, and then and then put my what I learned about money to work. I wanted to see how far I could take what I learned about money in my own business. And that really, that has totally, it changed my life. It totally transformed the level at which I play with money and the thought process that I bring to money. And I'll tell you, if I can do it, man, I don't have a college degree. I didn't take, I don't have an MBA. I don't have any, you know, anything like that. And I tell people if I can do it and I was a slow learner too, I didn't start out like I couldn't tell analog time until age 11, had a hard time, uh, you know, like with analog, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
So, you know, I figured out, it's like, man, if I'm going to do something with my life, I got to figure out how to, I needed, I needed a little, um, like a superhero power, you know, and, and for me and for all of us, we all have the ability to tap into our intuition, into that, that higher consciousness, that higher knowing of where truth lies within us. And we know, we know when we're dialed into it because we're in, we're like, uh, we're in a flow of information. We feel the guidance. Nothing's clunky. Nothing's challenging or difficult. Yeah, you have challenges, of course, but it, life just gets easier. You don't need the lessons by the big old two by four anymore. You simply allow for the information to come after asking the question. Super important, right? The, it's like the quality of questions we ask determines the level of advice and, and information we receive. Hear, hear to that, and Absolutely. I always, you know, put it a different way. Ask good and better questions, you'll get good and better answers. Um, but I like your little point in between, though, and, and it's a very uh, important one, is allow them to be answered, right? So uh, a lot of times uh, as, as people are listening in, you know, our ego mind wants to, uh, you know, create the outcome. Um, but what I'm hearing, Jaden, is that you just got to, you know, uh, allow those things to show up and, and the universe will deliver, uh, I'm sure. Well, um, can we can we amazing. talk about ego yeah. for a minute? Let's do okay. it. Because because that that this is where Chris the has really is. big ego. Just say this. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it. Huge. I hear it loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> but this I love is, it. You, know, you love it. Yeah. Or getting in and out of the door though. That's a problem. <laughs> But this is where the rubber meets the road, guys, because, and, and, you know, everyone listening to this, I think can relate, you know, you're going to be going in a direction of life. And then there's going to be this voice inside your head that says, really, who do you think you are to do something like that? Or, you know, you're not talented enough, or you're not rich enough, or, or good looking enough, or tall enough, or short enough. I mean, we have all of these things going on in our heads that if we were to listen to them could literally drive you nuts. Mm -hmm. And that was my experience. Even though I retired, I was 31 out of corporate America, um, achieved a high level of success, but I had my ego telling me, um, and I'm, this were the exact words my ego kept saying to me, you're a loser, you're a loser, you're a loser. And I kept hearing that over and over to the point I thought I was going to lose my mind. Mm. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? My life doesn't reflect that. But yet, there was a part of me that, was, that kept telling me that. And so we have to be really mindful when the ego kicks in. And, you know, I used to, when I wrote the book, I talked about silencing the ego. And, you know, when you're ready to do big work, you like kind of usher it out, the, out of the room. Now, though, I've come to a whole new level of understanding with ego, knowing that ego is the part of us that wants to keep us safe so it plays an important role but we have to learn how to manage it so now what i do is i put ego next to me i'm not i'm in the driver's seat i put ego in the passenger seat ego doesn't drive me around anymore and i say to ego tell me i invite a conversation with it what do you want me to know because i've learned what we see what we feel into or see into dissolves it goes away the it, it's like 
it just wants to be heard. It's like that friend who tries to get in touch with you, keeps calling you, calling, and you're like, oh, I just don't have time to talk to them. And you, you know, you don't answer the phone or you don't get back to them. What do they do? They pursue you even more, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they just want, they just want to be heard. They want to connect with you. Ego is the exact same way. It's a part of us. It will always be with us. And it just wants to be heard. So opening up a conversation with ego has been one of the most powerful things I've ever done to transform my life. I love it. And, you know, ego, when it starts um, listening to your point about when you take control, it'll actually serve you and it serves you well because that's what creates a reality, right? Yeah. Um, And I love that. Uh, Alan, take us away, brother. I'm, uh, thanks, Chris. You know, um, Jaden, Chris and I do a lot of, a lot of research and study on the origin of words. And I just want to, I want to stay on ego for just a second here because I'm on the screen here and and I looked up ego and uh, I had a pretty good idea of what it meant to me. But uh, this clearly states it. It says that ego is a part of the mind that meditates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. And if we understand what it is, which is the key, understanding what it is and what it isn't, and the kind of effect it can play on me, as you have just so eloquently stated in your life, what it really means, and the fact that uh, you can't let it take over, use it as a tool. If you understand, you can use it as a tool, and you've been able to do that. So anyway, I just wanted to inject... uh, a, a little bit of uh, education there uh, to our audience. If they didn't know what really the, the, the focus of ego was, that's what it is. It's that uh, conscious and unconscious battle or, or uh, equality between, uh, you know, reality and, uh, and what maybe some of the things in our life have proven that are, that are not really reality, but, but that are uh, just, you know, fictitious uh, overtaking of emotions and so forth. So anyway, with that set, um, I digress just a little bit, but I do want to tie a great uh, comments, by the way, though, uh, Jaden, on defining uh, exactly what, uh, you know, the ego is meant to you and, and what it means. And also for your transparency and being very uh, open and honest about your journey. And I think we learn a lot much more about people's challenges and journey than we ever learned from their successes because behind the successes are, well, the bumps and the scars and the bruises and the roadblocks. So with that said, let's talk about the uh, the, the elephant in the room that uh, almost everybody has a hard time talking about, I think, because they don't understand it. The there you go. There you go, the elephant in the room. And it is a big green elephant, and that elephant is money. Woo-hoo. And money is not a bad money, thing. Money, money is a great thing mm-hmm. because it allows you more choices. Yeah. It allows you more choices. And so with that said, um, what would you tell somebody, uh, Jaden, about money? They're saying, you know, our money, our world is corrupt and, and, you know, money is the root of all evil. And, you know, money buys bread, though, and money buys choices and money allows us, you know, to extend our abilities well beyond our own single person. So define money for us. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, it's money's energy that makes the world go round. I mean, the the financial world. And I look at money as air. It's always around me. And when we start to become a little more playful with money in terms of our thoughts, our beliefs, how we work with it, money starts to want to hang out with us even more. It's like, 
you know, you hit the nail on the head talking about certain judgments around money. And a lot of people have them because of how they were raised or because of any kind of religious doctrination around money. Although the church is, is drastically changing their tune, you know, when it comes to money and, and the belief, there is a lot of control mechanisms in place in order to guilt people into contributing a high level or at least 10% of their income, if not more, to the church. And I'm not certainly not church bashing. I'm just simply saying, stating the facts and how things are. And when someone grows up with that kind of indoctrination, they become fearful. They always remember it. And it affects someone's ability to manifest and attract money. The reality is $4 trillion in our global society trades hands daily. And we have to become very deliberate when it comes to our approach to attracting money. Remember what I said early on, what we don't take charge of happens by default. So if someone is not acting in a deliberate way to bring more money to them, meaning either focused on business, offering a product or service that people need or want, engaging in investments in the stock market, what have you, real estate as well, then they're going to just live by default. They're not going to be able to have a high level of abundance. And people who have a high level of money, getting money to work for them, are very deliberate when it comes to their investment decisions. They have a high risk tolerance because they understand that over time, investing money in things such as equities, stocks, will outperform any other investment class. So there has to be a higher level of education around where money lives and around finances. And people need to start reading more books, reading magazines, doing their research, getting familiar with the energy of money. If someone does not do that, then it's like money is its own language. If you're not learning how to speak the language of money, then why would you think that money is going to come, you know, showing up at your doorstep, knocking on your door, saying, I'm here, you know, let me in. Uh, so there's that component of it. There's the actual knowledge that needs to happen. And then there's the other component of the interpersonal work that needs to be done in order to attract money. And here's what I mean by that. Listen a lot up, of folks, I think this, I interject here real quick. I'm yeah. sorry for, for cutting you off. I think this is a, I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. And this is a really big piece that people get hung up on and why they don't move forward. Yeah. So, so go for it. Uh, you know, the, the piece that, that I was referring to is that we ha you have to look at your ability to receive. And what I mean by that is, and even start with something simple, for, for example, a compliment. If someone has a difficult time receiving a compliment, I always ask, compliments are free. They don't cost anything. And if you can't really receive that in then why do you think you can receive a million dollars? Why do you think you can receive or more, right? It's like your capacity to receive has to be expanded. It has to be increased. The reason, see, money's simply a mirror. That's all it is. And it's a mirror reflecting back to you your value system and your belief around what you feel you're worthy and deserving of. 
And when you start to elevate that, when you start to become more comfortable with the energy of money, that means stop judging, stop hating on others who have more than you, but simply saying, you know what, good for them, and that's for me too. Then you start to invite the energy of money to you. You start to clear away any blocks. We have to remember money follows the path of least resistance. And when you're putting up uh, energy around having low self-esteem or not feeling worthy and deserving of a high level of abundance, not being confident. You know, confidence is huge. Money loves, is totally attracted to confident people. And money is attracted to vision. When someone is clear about the vision they have in their life, about the direction that they're going in, money will beat a pathway to your door. I love that. Wonderful. You know, confidence. That's great. And let's, let's hang on that for a second. Um, from a confidence standpoint, uh, how does one become more confident knowing that you know through life we have this idealism uh, about you know, having money or not having money, and in, in, in most cases, not having money. Um, as you move along here, what are some of the things, and, and it's a two-part question because I think maybe um, you can answer this in a way that, you know, is really intriguing to me uh, from, you know, understanding this part about spiritual, you know, advisors or, or how do you connect with that part of it, you know, a spiritual team if you want. Um, but how does that confidence get, uh, in your opinion, Jaden, um, enriched? How does it, how does it grow? What do you need to do to, uh, water that seed? Um, if you know, you're sitting there right now on this, uh, in the audience and you're thinking about what you just said and you want to grow that confidence knowing that money is attracted to that. I think that would be fascinating if you can build that bridge in, in, in everybody's mind so we can use our book and, and start writing down these ideas. Can you do that for us? I can, Chris, and, and great question. And so the amazing thing is confidence is a skill set and it can be learned at any age. So if you're someone who doesn't have a high level of confidence, no worries. It's all good. Just start with what I'm going to share right now. So the first step in developing confidence is, is getting comfortable with receiving compliments and you know i know i just spoke about that but it's such a big step in it because oftentimes people will do a few things when it comes to compliments they'll either deflect them they'll say what my shirt oh no but look at you you look amazing right they won't receive that compliment right right i hear that a lot you yep. no it's all about you you look great i love that yeah all about you yep so they <laughs> deflect it or they'll hear it, but they won't believe it. They'll say to themselves, well, they probably say that to everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's another way of not receiving that compliment. So what you can start doing now is in this starting today for the rest of your life, when, you when someone compliments you, all you have to do is say thank you and stop talking. Right. It's right. really that simple. It's like, thank you and shut your mouth. <laughs> Don't, don't talk anymore. That's all you have to do. Thank you. So that's the first step. Receive compliments into you. When you start to receive compliments and believe in them, you actually believe the person who gave you that compliment, that's going to help you exercise the confidence 
muscle and it's going to help you receive. It's going to help you expand your container. The next step I call act as if. Some people call this fake it until you make it. I don't like anything fake, so I call it act as if. So act as if you are someone who wakes up, boom, this morning you're fully confident. What would that look like? And if you don't know what confidence looks like, then go out and search for confident people. Look at how they walk. Look at how they talk. Look at how they handle themselves in conversation, in social settings, in the business environment. And that is really key right there. Act as if you already are that way. And it's going to start to transform you from, you know, confidence is a physiological thing. It's inside the body. So it's going to start helping elevate your energy and confidence level about yourself because you're acting as if. You're acting as if you already embody that. And thirdly, I want to make the bridge between confidence and uh, prosperity around money. And Alan, you brought up uh, earlier, um, you, you researched ego. So there's a word that when this transformed my view about life, and it was a word that I researched called prosperity. And I realized that the Latin derivative of that word is pro spare, which literally means for spirit. So when we honor our spirit, by being abundant and prosperous, we then can up-level our life to know that we are truly connected into an energy that is so large. It expands outside of Earth, outside of our atmosphere, into other galaxies and beyond. Like, it's that big of an energy field. And when we're tuned in, tapped into that energy field, we can start to connect in with the energy of money more easily. We can start to connect in with more uh, helpers in the non-physical dimension. You know, anyone who's been on earth who's transitioned, transitioned um, or graduated from the earth school, are, they go to um, a non-dimensional uh, reality, or non-dimensional world. And we have the ability, I call it the, the mentorship program, we have the ability to connect in with them. And I'm always doing this on a daily basis. I ask for assistance from non-physical beings in the non-physical realm on a minute-by-minute -minute basis. I ask for assistance on how to be a better step-up dad, how to be a better husband, how to be a better business coach, um, what my clients need to know in their business in order to move forward. They have a higher perspective and a higher level. And when we tune into that, then we start to believe the universe has our back. And we believe something that is so massive as the universe that has actually has our back. Oh, my God. It transforms. It gives you a level of confidence beyond a superhero. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that confidence is, is, a, is a key piece. Um, you know, and com like you said, confidence doesn't have, it, it doesn't arrive. You have to accept it. Yeah. And I want to, I want to hang on that real quick for a second, talking about, uh, leveling up and talking about, uh, you know, what's the next step. I hear a lot in, in, in consulting with business owners and CEOs alike, and even entrepreneurs when they, they have this, this unique sense of, of what money isn't. 
and they, you know, when talking about opportunity, and opportunity doesn't always bring in or require money, but a lot of times it does, especially in the business world. And they go, well, that sounds like a really great opportunity because it can create all this amazing things, but I just don't have the money lying around. I don't have the, any way to make that. That right there tells me their understanding or their level of understanding of where they are in their life with money and if they've been able to attract it and if they've been able to find it. Because you said something a little bit earlier, um, Jaden, that reminded me of one of my business coach, Bob Proctor, says uh, money's 100% present at all places at all times. And that's totally true. But until you understand what that really means and how to attract it, it, it you're going you're gonna to look up and you're going to see money flying around you, but none of it ever lands around you. How do you attract money? Great question, Alan. So this is how you do it. You have a vision that's so crystal clear and inspiring to others that people beat a pathway to your door. And I'll give you an example of this. When I moved to Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida, I looked around and I realized that there was no quality affordable housing. All the affordable housing was relegated to like Southside and St. Petersburg is very much a tourist town. So mm. what happened was people would take the bus into the downtown area to work in the restaurants and the hotels and, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought to myself, wait a second, why, why isn't there quality affordable housing in the downtown area? I want, you know, my vision was within a one mile radius of downtown to create affordable housing. Well, I wasn't a real estate developer, but that was my vision. You know, like I just mm -hmm. knew something told me, spoke to me on the inside to do this. So I started asking my wealthy friends, hey, do you want to invest with me? And they all said no. And I was shocked. I thought, whoa, I thought this would be way easier. They have tons of money. They're, you know, what's going on here? But I didn't prove myself. I had never done real estate, never invested in it, owned a couple homes here and there, but nothing major. So then one day my contractor says, hey, why don't you come to a baseball game with me? I said, sure, be happy to. So we go and come to find out he actually, his seats were with the, in the city of St. Petersburg box, you know, their sky box. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself sitting next to this guy and he says, so tell me what you do. And I said, well, actually I'm, I'm a, a and, and I had not done any of this yet, but this is my vision. I said, I am a developer and I've come here to develop quality, affordable housing within a one mile radius of the city. He said, really? And I said, yeah. And he said, come to my office on Monday. I'm the head of the affordable housing department for the city of St. Petersburg. <laughs> I love it. Right. And I said, absolutely. So there I was. We did a dozen projects together. That's what grew my business to over $10 million within seven years by that wow. one meeting. So you're right. Money is fully present all the time. Your vision has to be big enough to invite other people in. Now, the amazing thing about this story is, I mean, there on so many levels, it's incredible how it happened. But I was dogmatic. I didn't have a plan B, guys. My plan A was full on, let's do this thing, affordable housing, right? So find a need there that people need or want. Create it if you have to. And be dogmatic about it. People say no, forget it. Doesn't matter. You keep going. You let that no inspire you because there's a yes at some point behind the no. And here's the other amazing thing. The city had money to loan me at a zero interest rate. So I didn't have to pay any interest on the money that was loaned and I didn't have to pay. I paid them back, but it wasn't like 50%, which is what I would have paid an investor 
You know, you see where I'm getting at this? Yep. yep. Yeah. So it worked out way better. So that's the thing. If you get a no, it's okay. Just know that there's something better out there, but you got to keep showing up. You got to keep meeting people. You got to keep talking about your vision and what you're doing and get people excited about it. I love it. Something better. I devil's advocate here. I don't play devil's advocate. Jaden, that sounds really good. Um, I'm really impressed with that. Um, You've done a great job and, and you've obviously been in the right circles at the right time, but I don't have any of that around me. Um, You know, I, you know, some people were just born with it and some people, you know, live in an environment where it's not there. So unfortunately I don't have that, you know, good for you. What's your answer to that? Create it. You know, I'm a college dropout. Like I didn't have, I went to a baseball game with my contractor. (laughs) You know, it's like, let the universe guide you, man. Like create it. And you know what? Someone who has a vision and they're dogmatic about it, they're not going to buy into what they don't have. They're just going to put that on their to-do list and they're going to go, all right, all right. I don't have the context. Um, Today, I am going to go out and make a new contact. Uh, I don't have the knowledge or understanding around money. Okay, today I'm going to go to the library and I'm going to get a book on money and investing and I'm going to figure this thing out. It's like, you know, look, I mean, you know, and that's the problem, Alan. We live in an age of entitlement and it pisses me off. Yeah. People feel so flippant entitled that, oh, it should be easy. And why is it not just given to me on a silver platter? Forget it. You got to, you know, it's like you got to be a business warrior, man. You got to get up every day and you got to put your armor on and you got to move through life in a way of that. You're like, hey, nothing's stopping me. And that is how I operate. Nothing is stopping me. And everybody can do that. Every single Everyone. person on the planet. If you live in Nigeria and you've and you live in a small town <clears throat> and you've never seen a television, it makes no difference. You're born with the ability to create and give and attract. And I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. You talked about entitlement. We, have, you know, the United States is probably the most entitled, you know, body of of group of people anywhere in the world, and we don't see the opportunity because we expect it to be given to us. We expect it to be there without the work. We expect it to happen because we live in an environment and in a society where anything is possible. Well, it's possible because we have an open an open government and an open opportunity to create, but we still have to create it. We still have to go do it. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. You know, and I so yeah, I mean it, it you talk about being pissed off. I, I I feel the pain. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, well, why doesn't it do that? Well, you know what? Stop complaining about why it's not happening. Go figure out why it's not happening. Create something everybody needs once and then figure out a way to get it to them. That's it. The people, places, events, circumstances, um, as you just demonstrated, uh, will work in your favor uh, to your point when you've got a magnificent obsession to what it is that, you know, fulfills you, makes you happy, and that you're obviously helping others, you know, that golden rule. So, Jaden... Um, all that said, you, you've talked about a few things very interesting, and I've been listening in and, and obviously taking some great notes. And you talk about downloading, you talk about um, you know connecting, you talk about uh, this you know out of sort of body, if you want, or the universe uh, you referred to a couple of times. Tell us about that magic. Tell us about the you know what most people might think of 
you know, with the secret several years ago that came out and, and, and caught people's attention, that law, that law, that universal law, the, you know, what you might call the law of attraction as being, you know, one of the highest laws. So tell us about how you work with that. How do you use that? What, what is the magic in that? And um, what it's done for you, you know, in, in, in so many ways, because you refer to a book that I think uh, a lot of people, you know, still to this day, even though it's sold over 72 million copies, which is incredible, <laughs> think and grow rich. Um, just tell me a little bit about all of that, because uh, I want to hear your, you know, opinion on it and, and, and what it's done for you. Sure, I'd be happy to. So I am about efficiency, how to get from point A to point B with the least amount of effort exerted and call it hacking human potential, doesn't matter, whatever. Um, so when I started looking into manifestation law of attraction, I wanted to go deeper with it. I, was, I wanted to know the roots of that, where that came from. And it brought me to studying alchemy. And I learned a lot about alchemists and alchemists were super cool. They essentially, they took, they had one instrument, one vessel and one fire. And from those three things, they took a lesser base metals, metals that were virtually worthless and turned them into gold. And it was a very real thing. They were, you know, they had to travel in secret. Their lives were always at risk. People were very threatened by the information they had. They received a lot of their guidance through downloads from the universe in a state of meditation. They, they knew the power of this and their lives were always in danger. So, but they started, once they started traveling in secrecy and would get to other places, other foreign lands, they met other alchemists and they started talking to one another and they realized that was their commonality. One instrument, one vessel, one fire. And I started to look at this and I, that's why I call my book, The Alchemy of True Success, because I talk about this process in the book. We have an instrument, that's our mind. We have a vessel, that's our body. We have a fire, that's our spirit. And when we align all three of those things and are clear about the intention of what we desire to manifest and attract, that is the secret sauce. That is what makes things, thoughts, drop into physical manifestation in our reality. It's the alignment of the three. If any one of those three are misaligned or not present, we will not attract what we desire. So essentially, it's important to invoke all of those things. And the challenge that we have is, and this is the other thing that's quite upsetting to me, is that we are told as business, but I'm a business guy first. First and foremost, I love business. I eat, sleep business. It's my thing. And like I say, I've hacked the experience from getting to point A to point B, the most efficient way, the most direct way. And this is what I found is through this manifesting process. Some people call it law of attraction. And I know for certain, and you will know this too, if you really, really consider it, when you're tapping into mind, body, spirit, and you're getting all three on the same page, essentially you're saying to yourself, okay, self, this is the direction we're going. This is our vision. Nothing's going to stop us. Universe, give us the assistance that we need. 
in that moment, you have, you have worked magic. The word abracadabra simply means I create what I speak. That's the magic. So we need to speak it. We need to speak it out loud. When we speak something out loud and into manifestation, physical form, our subconscious mind, it goes right into our ears and our subconscious mind hears it. And then it directs you. Remember, our subconscious directs us 95% of our behavior. Anyone who studies human potential or behavior knows this. So things are happening behind the scenes that you have no idea. And it's essential because you don't want to get up every morning and figure out how to retie your shoes or learn how to drive a car. That would be a waste of your brain energy or brain power. So then we just operate on autopilot and we allow for our subconscious to direct our 95% of our behavior. So we need to be up leveling and speaking differently to our subconscious. We can speak into existence what we desire to manifest. And this is a big part of when I do consulting and training with people is I, we speak it out loud. I have my client say it and then we put a cherry on top and we say, okay, universe, you've heard these words today, now go. And the now go means get it done, right? Like, let's get this thing created. We're very clear about this next step for this client and what the direction that they're going in. And each of you can do this in your own life. Get clear about the direction you want to go, what you want to accomplish, what that next thing is, and get busy. Just get start busy. doing it. Get and busy. it's not that difficult. Yeah. Yeah, get busy. You know, uh, you know my favorite quote, and it, and it's all over my stuff because I just love it, and it's so simple but profound, is, you know, Einstein, nothing happens until something moves. You know, mm. so folks, you've got to move. You've got to take that action. You've got to move so something, you know, is attracted to that movement. Mm. And if you put positive movement, obviously there's going to be some positive attraction along that journey. So you're uh, you're incredible. I, I love listening. I'm learning so much. Thank you. Um, you know, from this discussion, and it goes so fast, I'll, I'll tell you. But I, I, I think we have uh, time... Um, to do a couple more things here, uh, but we're getting really close, Jaden. But before we get into Alan's next question, and then we'll get into a series of rapid fire, and then we'll end the show with our one bold move. Um, Jaden, tell us, uh, tell the audience how they can uh, connect with you, work with you. What do you have, uh, you know, for them to offer, or, or what do you have for them to, to, to follow up on? Uh, you know, I know that uh, you might give something away, or you know, what can they come and how can they find you? Let's let's do that. Sure. There's two ways. Um, one, I'll give my home study course called How to Manifest Your Big Dreams and Goals. So that I'm going to give to all your listeners complimentary. It's $197 value. It's 85 wow. pages of solid content. Wow. And awesome. so they can, yeah, yeah, Thank definitely. You. Thank You're you. welcome. My Very pleasure. Glad. They can grab that at soul2profit.com. That's S-O-U-L. T-O-Profit, P-R-O-F-I-T.com. So they can, uh, once they go there, uh, they'll have instant access to it when they input the your email address. And then you can go to my YouTube channel. That is a direction that I've been guided to over the summer to really start ramping up. That's where I deliver a weekly message from money. So I sit in a guided meditative state and I channel the energy of money. And so the, and that's available for free, right? So please go to my YouTube channel. Just type in my name, Jaden Sterling. That's J-A-D-E-N. No Y in there. 
Jaden Sterling and Sterling likes Sterling Silver. And that's, um, yeah, please subscribe to our channel there. And that's where I post a lot of amazing content and more to come down the road. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Act now, do it today. I just subscribed yeah. to my friend. Yeah. And, awesome. Um, yep. You know, I encourage everybody listening in to do the same. Uh, because, you know, who wouldn't want to, you know, understand and learn, you know, this is, and, and it's such a, a big part of our lives, uh, this money thing. So, hey, listen, you've delivered some great value just on the show alone, but I mean, you just, you know, layered on a whole bunch more. So I really appreciate that. And audience, Thank grab you. this stuff. Soldtoprofit.com. It's a, it's a great program. Uh, Jaden has given away to uh, you, the audience, and obviously go to YouTube and type in his uh, name, J-A-D-E-N. S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G. Uh, that said, Alan, what else do we have for him? We're, uh, we're getting close, my friend. We're getting, hey, we Jaden, this goes so fast, doesn't it? It's amazing, like a nanosecond. I've enjoyed <laughs> every bit of it. It's going quick. It's going quick. Uh, thank you for uh, offering uh, such uh, eloquent information and such uh, uh, quantitative product at at you know zero barrier of entry so folks you've already done well we haven't but uh, Jaden's already done the work for you get the product learn That's it cool. apply it if you get one great nugget out of it you win apply that to your tool set and and make it happen but uh, to Chris's point we're winding we're winding down on time here but you said something uh, a couple of times and and I want to hit on and that's the word meditation and um, I don't think people hear that. They don't know what that means. They don't know what that, uh, what, what is that? And meditation yeah. is, is this, it's this, fagazi, it's in the ether, it doesn't exist. What does it really mean? How do you, how do you meditate? For somebody that, that has never done it before, you know, how do you meditate? Why is it good and how do you meditate? Yeah, thank you, Alan, for that question. Great question. Um, for someone who's never done it before, you're already doing it. You're showering, you're walking, you're potentially running, you're drawing, you're being artistic, you're gardening. All meditation is, is listening. You're setting your conscious thinking mind aside or busying your conscious thinking mind with something. And you're allowing for your unconscious, super conscious mind to connect in with all that is. And that is where you get the guidance. So ever get a great idea in the shower or in the bathtub or brushing yeah, your teeth? All the time. Right in the rain notebook I keep in the bathroom, believe it or not. That's brilliant. Absolutely. And that's what's going on. You're in a meditative state. That's all, you know, we get too caught up in in definitions and sitting in the lotus position and with um and the fingers you know like my feet fall asleep my knees cramp up i can't meditate that way so all i've done is i've hacked this meditation process to make it very simple I so <laughs> i i do things like if i need guidance on something i'm working on in my business i'll take a note note card three by five index card on the top of that card i write what i need guidance around I then go for, and I've figured this out, you have to walk for 20 minutes. So I go out 20 minutes, and then I, when I come back in that span of 20 minutes, I am open and receptive to getting a download. And what I learned is that's because it's called, you're, you're stimulating both sides of the brain by walking. It's called cross-ambulatory. You're, you're crisscrossing your arms and your legs. So it stimulates the brain, stimulates the hippocampus, stimulates the 
the pineal gland, which connects up into the universe, and that's how you get the guidance. Hey, careful now, with the pineal gland. <laughs> pineal, yeah, we love the pineal gland. You got to totally take care of that. Um, and and now it's gone through a whole new level where I put earbuds in as I'm walking, and I listen to a very technical book on business, like it can be accounting or something that I that my conscious thinking mind really needs to focus on. And then that sets me up to be open to receive guidance from the universe. I love it. Fantastic. I love it. And and I've been doing a lot of walking and meditating at the same time without even knowing all those technical things that were happening. So thanks (laughs) for clearing a lot of that up for me. You're welcome. Now now you know what Um, you're doing. Yeah. And Chris, man, on the paddleboard, the the sup, you know, being on water, like the energy of water is amazing. Better. Yeah. Oh, so better. Like, yeah, you just. Right. Just yeah. letting it all out, brother, letting it all out, letting the universe know what's going on and ripple effect right across this beautiful world we live. Man, we could go another hour on this, guys. I know, we can, and Jaden. We don't have that time. <laughs> Bring Jayden. me back. I'd love to come back. <laughs> oh, well, that was what I was just going to say. Is, uh, we would love to have you back because uh, there's just so much information that you're sharing that's so applicable to a, you know everybody's life. And I, and I truly believe that this is where the magic happens uh, when you get those epiphanies. So thank you so much for sharing that. We're going to go through just a couple rapid fire because we're getting really close to the end. And I want to make sure that you leave people with uh, the one bold move. Well, you know what? Let's, let's just, just go get, to that. Let's just go to the one bold move. Yeah, let's go to the you know, one people, we're going to get them back so you'll understand some of the rapid fire. Right. But today we're doing things a little bit different because we can. And that's right. why we're allowed because this is our show, your show, and Jaden's show. So let's do it. Uh, Alan, uh, what do you got to say here? And uh, we'll wrap it up uh, with, uh, with one last magical um, discussion. Well, first off, thanks, Chris. First off, Jaden, it's been an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for connecting with Chris and uh, coming on the show and and, uh, really downloading some of your wisdom and experience and your transparency in your journey. And uh, like we said before, that's how we learn the most is by doing. And you're definitely a doer. And so thank you so much for for being on the show today, Chris. It's been an honor um, and it's still an honor and will always be an honor to work with you. And I mean that sincerely. And uh, Jaden, we always like to end the show with, uh, you know, a bold move. And I want to shake it up a little bit and talk about a genius. What one genius, what part of your genius can you grab, make a bold move to leave with our audience today? Something they can take. And you've given a dozen already. Don't get me wrong. And it could be something you've already talked about today. But what one big, bold, genetic move would you like to leave with the audience that they can use, implement right now? make their life better yeah great question first of all thank you both very much for having me on the show joy i've enjoyed every minute of it um so a big bold move would be you know as i as i'm sitting here and allowing the thoughts to drop in is right now a lot of people are fearful and I'm going to encourage you, those of you who are listening, if there's any fear going on in your life around money or business or success, abundance, whatever, it doesn't matter what it's around. If the energy is in you around fear, I encourage you to look, feel into that energy and ask, why am I so afraid? What is the worst thing that can possibly happen if I do? 
And then you fill in the blank. If I show up at that networking meeting, if I meet that venture capitalist and, and ask for $10 million to fund my business, if I, uh, you know, walk up to someone in a, in a, in a, a room and ask them out on a date. I mean, whatever it is, right? Like whatever is stopping you or has stopped you until this moment, I encourage you to take a step in that direction, lean into it so that you move past it. And when you do that on a daily basis, like taking those bold moves daily, you increase your confidence muscle and then you start to reach for more because guess what? We're playing it too safe. You're playing, you know, you're playing it safe. Mm -hmm. So now is an opportunity to step out and be bold. Well, you heard it folks. From Jaden Sterling, step out and be bold. Don't be afraid. Be bold. Awesome. Love it. That's I love it, my friends. Well, you guys have been amazing. Uh, you know, have a great morning. And, you know, we have more to go. Uh, we're going to get you back, Jaden, for sure. Audience, you guys are always uh, awesome. And, and we love the fact that you're tuning in and asking us uh, questions. Uh, and if you have any questions, for that matter, info at thinkboldbebold.com. Come connect us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podomatic. I mean, the list keeps going, folks. And wait, just wait. Jaden, hey, this is one. We come back in our live show so we can have you answer some questions because we got something really cool cooking. And uh, we'd love for people to call in and talk to you directly. Would you do that for us? I'd be honored. We'll do some spot coaching for people. And yeah, we'll have callers call. That'd be fantastic. Wouldn't that be a great show? Well, look forward to that, folks. And Alan, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, it's a lot of fun doing this. Jaden, be well. Be, keep being awesome. And uh, obviously, we've got lots more to, uh, to connect in the future with you on. And uh, to our awesome audience, enjoy your day today. Thanks for tuning in. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.